0: Guys, I learned a new word this week and it's marcescence, oh. which is the withering and persistence of plant organs like leaves that are normally shed. Oh. So if you see a tree that has dead leaves on it, it's marcescent.
1: Oh. Wait, uh-huh. it's different than, because isn't like losing leaves in the fall senescent still? Yes, they don't lose the leaves. The leaves die, but stay on the branches. Oh, so eventually mm-hmm. they become senescent yes if they fall off yes <laughs> sorry
0: is, is the falling off this. the senescence or the dying the senescence
1: I don't, I don't know <laughs> the falling off <laughs> no it's a great word <laughs>
0: <laughs> In my head, you would go, oh, Hannah, how did you learn this word? And I would say, oh, it's from a book, but you'll have to wait to the end to find out which
1: book I'm reading. Okay, wait, sorry. Um, <laughs> Let me try again. Okay, okay. Wow, what a great word, Hannah. Where did you learn it?
0: Oh, it's from a book. Now you ask me which book. Oh my gosh, which book? Sounds cool. Ah, you'll have to wait to the end of the podcast to find out. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> wow. That was so natural. Like... <laughs> Marcescence, or whatever it was. <laughs> yep. And
0: just like Marcescence, it withered and died but hung on for longer than <laughs> it
1: should have. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Midlight Crisis, a real podcast hosted by three grown-up biologists revisiting books from our teens, and it's totally cool. I am one of your hosts, Sophie. And today I have been genetically recombined. Two percent damn it. I You were doing it! You were I there! Really there. It. I was so close. Two <laughs> percent of my genes are from a bird. <laughs> Uh has a superpower yeah i don't know what percent the superpower is (laughs) i haven't done that math yet but anyway the bird and superpower that i have been genetically recombined with this time Uh uh-huh is a very small eyeball vulture oh nice
0: yes i mean that just sounds
1: (laughs) it's uncertain whether you are in fact very small or is it just (laughs) the eyeball that is very small just really small eyeballs, just a a beady eyed
0: vulture, huh? yeah,
1: yeah, no, I think what it is is that it's an eyeball vulture, which I assume is called that for either having more eyes or really mm-hmm. big eyes mm-hmm. and then but itself is very small,
0: but so big eyes, but very small,
1: yeah. Maybe it's a vulture that has like a peacock tail and that's where the eyeball part comes oh, from.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But okay, it's super tiny. <laughs> and the tail is horrifying because it's a vulture and not a peacock.
1: Yeah, or it's a vulture that only eats eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's but it's so small, eyeball sized.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that's I guess that's why it can subsist on only eyeballs. Wow, I'm coming around again. This is a great bird.
1: Mm-hmm. Um anyway, <laughs> who are you guys? <laughs> Uh my name's Sam and today I am 2% combined with a venomous coffee kestrel. Whoa. <laughs> venomous. Venomous
0: coffee? Oh no. Yeah. This is surprisingly
1: relevant to something I'm going to bring up in the episode. Oh. But oh. that's fun. So you have to bite people. <laughs> yeah. To get coffee? No, to envenominate. <laughs> <them>. <laughs> It's a caffeine overdose. Yeah, yeah. that's how uh-huh. I kill people. Yeah, uh huh, uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. That's how you say the word I said. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Again, I can't say anything because this is kind of too relevant to something I want to bring up later. Dang, that just makes me more curious. Um, remember that Sam is two percent venomous coffee bird. Kestrel. What it? Kestrel. Kestrel. <laughs> bird. 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 Bird.
0: I should put bird in the generator.
1: Kestrels, okay, I do just want to say, Kestrels are one of the cutest birds of prey ever. Yeah. So it's very funny to me that they're venomous. <laughs> <laughs> With coffee.
0: Coffee, venomous. Coffee, coffee venomous. venomous. Venomous coffee. Well, this has been lovely. <laughs> it's the last one. But I am also here, and today I am a draconic mum- mumblebee. <laughs> Sorry, what? Bumblebee
1: mockingbird. <laughs> Bumblebee. You should take that one again because you just said I am a hundred percent. You are just entirely. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm trying again. <clears throat>
0: yeah.
1: <clears throat> Red leather. Yellow leather. Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> my name is Hannah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. had too much venomous coffee. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I got the sillies. My name is Hannah, and today I am two percent draconic bumblebee mockingbird.
1: Wow. Wow. There's a lot of parts to that.
0: Yes, most of them are wings, I think.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel like, you know how there's like a hummingbird moth? I feel like no. you're, but like a, oh, well, there is one. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I I was like, I think you're like that, but a bumblebee bird. So it's like the reverse. <laughs> and, a dra- and Draconic, so does it breathe fire? Uh. Yeah. Or
0: does it? maybe it's made of a nuclear reactor and that's why it's maybe harmonic.
1: yeah or you're like a dragonfly and also a bumblebee
0: Ooh, wow just hover so quickly and mock people mock birds <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> walking birds you're the you're the mocking bird that descended from ichi okay <laughs> with the bat wings
0: yeah, sure. Interesting. Bat wings. N- notoriously similar similar to both bumblebees
1: and dragons. Yeah. Uh huh. Most people give dragons bat wings. That's true. You know it. I know it. <laughs> Maybe you're a mockingbird who only speaks in draconic.
0: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I'm a D and D mockingbird.
1: Yeah. Great. God, we figured that out. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the podcast, which is the one where we're genetically recombined with birds because we've been reading Maximum Ride. <laughs> the Angel Experiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> what? Is there an issue? No. Okay, good. Anyway, we read four chapters of that, again, like we always do. <laughs> so how about you guys tell us what happened in those chapters? chapter 61 has us starting with jeb taking max to a private room for a chat where he makes her some hot chocolate in the microwave which sophie tells me is a common thing to do but i think it's a true crime here so i'm standing (laughs) by that jeb plops some marshmallows in that hot chocolate spews a bunch of bs to max about how everything is a test blah 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 but this is all leading to the big reveal at the end of the chapter where jeb tells max she is destined to, drumroll uh, save the world like any good YA protagonist should. Wow. wow. I know. It's just the reveal we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yep. And then chapter 62 is just a continuation of that reveal with Jeb explaining how exclaiming And explaining, I guess, how (laughs) important Max is to everything several times, then ultimately walking Uh her back to her cage, leaving her to stew on the fact that she may or may not be the messiah. Wow. Amen. (laughs) Amen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Anyway. Uh, so, Max challenges us, the reader, to come up with a situation that's more nerve-wracking than being crammed into a dog crate and wondering if your destiny is to be killed or save the world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let us know on social media, at Midlight <laughs> if you can think of any. <laughs> the bird kids sit in their cages in silence, Max having telepathically reassured Angel that the bombastic buddy boys have escaped. Another experiment kid dies in the cage next to them. It is extremely grim. And eventually some white coats and erasers show up and load the bird kids onto a trolley and take them out to the erasers training yard, where, as you may recall, the erasers practice chasing down live prey and ripping it apart. So that's great. Chapter 64 picks up there with Jeb's sadistic little eraser child Ari taunting Max. She eventually bites his finger and holds on, quote, thinking pitbull thoughts (laughs) until he loses his shit and knocks her cage over which ends up being lucky for two reasons. One, Max is able to reach out and unlatch Angel's cage so Angel can escape. And two, she is able to see Iggy and the Gasman making a heroic rescue attempt accompanied by, wait for it, a cloud of ferruginous hawks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What the the hell? Truly... so wild what two drumroll moments in four chapters really eh honestly oh okay but we can't talk about those yet we have uh, to start at the beginning okay <laughs> okay, okay. The beginning. they're so wild though
0: <laughs> they're so insane
1: <laughs> <laughs> guys we got to talk about hot chocolate D- okay <laughs> it's a crime but okay it's <laughs> fine <laughs> this is because sam doesn't drink milk <laughs> okay that makes sense yeah i didn't i didn't realize Sophie explained it to me and then I was like but there's milk frothers and she's like in 2004 and I was like
0: maybe also Sam not all of us are as bougie as you and have. you milk know what frothers.
1: <laughs> it's fair I only got one last
0: year <laughs> but I actually I just... have two kind of by accident now but that's not the point
1: <laughs> so actually I have two too <laughs> really, to make hot chocolate, you need a milk steamer, even. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's got to be hot milk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I mean, I usually do.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you my technique. Yeah, okay. sure. Go ahead. Which is usually that I mix, like, the hot chocolate mix in with a little bit of cream and then do boiling water to heat it up. See? So it's like a bit of both.
1: When I've added milk to hot chocolate before, that's what I've done, too. I've used boiling water from the kettle and then, like, topped it up with a bit of milk, but I've never made it with just fully milk. So that's why I think the concept of the microwave is extremely foreign to me in making hot chocolate. <laughs> I think the greatest life hack I've ever experienced oh. was someone who was like, here's how to make hot chocolate. You heat up 3.25% milk. <laughs> oh. Okay. In the microwave. Is which is basically just cream. <laughs> yeah. It's like homogenized milk, isn't it? Yeah. It's like super thick. <laughs>
0: It's like, it's just homogenized milk, but nobody buys that.
1: Sure. On the container, it says 3.25%. So that's what I'm calling it. But it was, like, so dense. And you have to, like... He was like, you have to mix this a little bit. Just, like, uh, two tablespoons with your hot chocolate mix. So that you turn it into, like, a froth at the bottom. And then you add the rest of the milk. And honestly, it felt like I would die from drinking it. But... (laughs) because it was so rich or yeah just like, yeah it that sounds so like rich. death in a cup to be frank for you specifically yeah. <laughs> for me very specifically I think it sounds good <laughs> yeah. I just
0: never buy homogenized milk well, yeah why would I have it I sometimes buy cream and I usually have like regular milk
1: yeah now I've just become a person where I steam milk because Sam has a milk steamer <laughs> <laughs> and then I put hot chocolate mix in it
0: because that's yeah.
1: the best life truly the best life anyway what i want to talk about about it's hot chocolate great. is how it should kill max <laughs> go on oh wait, 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 wait. is chocolate uh poisonous to or wait does this have to do with the venomous coffee yeah because Related okay the venomous coffee. birds can't have chocolate or caffeine <laughs> oh uh huh. so that makes sense the i i was looking up why because i was like that's weird i knew dogs couldn't have chocolate or cats but I assumed that like dogs can't have cats. <laughs> yeah. Dogs can't have cats. Cause that's rude. But also I was like, bird, I thought it would be like, Oh, because humans can eat plant matter, you know? And so maybe birds, because some birds like eat plant matter, they would yeah. be able to eat chocolate. But apparently yeah. chocolate is also super toxic to birds, even wild birds. Oh, like maybe birds native to where cocoa beans are. Are able to do it, but I couldn't find anything about that. <laughs> huh? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, the specific compound that is bad for all animals is theobroma bromine, theobromine, I guess, mm-hmm. which is just named for that's like the genus name of cocoa. Oh, so, <laughs> but apparently, it's like a very specific xanthine alkaloid which humans can process it really quickly. So it doesn't build up in your system. But the (laughs) problem with all other animals, like pretty much every other animal is that they don't get rid of it quickly enough. And so it builds up to toxic levels really fast. And so, yeah, pretty much humans are the only (laughs) animals that have been tested, I guess that can eat chocolate without it poisoning them. Have they tested it on like chimps? uh that's a good question i don't think so but they've tested it in like further groups right so like mice rats rabbits birds Mm. rats can have chocolate
0: uh (laughs) well it's like sorry let me elaborate it's like a quote-unquote a hack that if your rat has a mild upper respiratory infection if you give it like a little bit of dark chocolate it can help them fight it off Aww. Interesting. Yeah. So mine got chocolate chips sometimes. I love that. <laughs> I mean, also, I feel like rats are not really a good example of like things that are dangerous to eat because a rat will eat anything. Does not care and can and will eat anything, including yeah. its own cage.
1: Rats are like objectively studied to. I think it's like yeah, they have to eat like a lot, but yeah. part of it is that theobromine like opens up your. It's like a vasodilator,
0: right? Okay. So like yeah. in low amounts, sense.
1: yeah, it probably helps. And, yeah, rats have, like, a higher tolerance than pretty much all the other animals, but it can still kill them, I think, faster than humans. <laughs> or, like, a, yeah. a lower amount, quote-unquote, to body size or whatever, you know? Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, the reason I bring this up, also just to talk about it, but, is that this means that the bird kids are have, like, a fully human digestive system.
0: mm mm-hmm. yes. You know? Mm-hmm. So
1: it means that like at no point in the digestion process is anything bird like. I guess other than the speed with which they burn calories. Yeah. Yeah, because their metabolisms are still higher, which isn't necessarily I mean it is digestion. Yeah,
0: but that's probably more related to the extra limbs than yeah. like specific bird physiology. Like, I imagine if a human had to control and, like, bioregulate two additional limbs, which are uh, used for something as energetically expensive Uh as flying, (laughs) then even just a regular human would probably have, like, a much higher base metabolism and would require more calories. Like,
1: Yeah. 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 So I feel like because we've been talking about, like, oh, Nudge being vegetarian and... Uh, The Mm -hmm. bird kids eating like pasta or, you know, Mm -hmm. like not just meat, which is the most, like the best food to eat for immediate energy. Yeah. In birds, in like raptors. Yeah. This does confirm that like, yeah, in theory, Nudge can be fully vegetarian and get the same amount of energy. In theory, all the bird kids can eat whatever they've been eating. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just a confirmation, which yeah, no, that's I've decided is what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> Did you see that we get another biology confirmation in this chapter? No. Jumping ahead a little bit to the end of it here, but the segue was too good. <laughs> Max comments that, or, like, makes a snarky comment when Jeb is saying that she's made with, like, a purpose, yada, 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 that, like, if the purpose was just to see if they can graft avian DNA into a human egg. Oh
1: yes. Which
0: yeah, cuz we had kind of been operating under the assumption based on clearly some bad memory that Angel was the only bird kid who had been emburdened in yeah. utero or in utero, or I guess in vitro, but this statement kind of makes it seem like all six of them were created at like the embryonic stage to be bird kids rather than being gene therapied after their like
1: prenatal development so i i really think they are after but i don't think the kids know which it is Mm. right because earlier on when nudge is talking about her parents finding her parents max is like we don't even know yeah if they gave you up or if we were test tube babies right so like i i could be wrong I really thought they all were after, except for Angel. Yeah, me too. But now something in my head is saying, okay, but maybe Max also was in utero? I mean, if you're planning the Messiah, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah, like maybe all the other bird kids were after birth, but then Max and Angel were before?
0: When we know, do we know both of Max's parents or just one of them at the moment? Because I... I think it's... Remember, Jeb. but I can't remember. Yeah, okay.
1: So we know. Yeah, but that. I don't know if that's <laughs> been confirmed. I think I don't yeah. I don't think either of them have been confirmed in the book no. itself. We just Not Yeah. A, okay, <laughs> no so we just know that Max's <laughs>
0: parents are like Jeb and Dr. Martinez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine in that case that her bits were extracted from both of them, <laughs> mixed together and then grown yeah. somehow. So if you're going to be artificially mixing your genetics. At the start, regardless, that seems like it would be the best time to do your bird. Yeah, I don't know. I guess unclear. Yeah, it makes sense that Max wouldn't know either, because like, who really knows like the nitty gritty of their own genetic formation? (laughs) Try not to think about it, really. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. seriously. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. I my family when we were visiting like a small town that my parents used to live in, uh, they pointed out a house and said. Look, that's where you were conceived. So unfortunately, no. I've had to think. Well, <laughs> had no, to think it.
1: crime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I took this as one of Max's wild guesses, mm-hmm. but you could be right, and it could be a confirmation. It could be either. Yeah. Anyway, should no, I? I, say I, that, I know. I like I guess that. The yeah. Point? I mean, should we just talk about how this? How Max is supposed to save the world? <laughs>
0: Yeah, what's up with that?
1: What's up with that? We don't know how, right? Like, I haven't missed something. There hasn't been, like, the Earth is exploding moment yet, right? (laughs) No. No.
0: I was 100% convinced that when Jeb had this, like, super important, super secret thing to tell her, that was going to be the reveal that he was her father. That's what I
1: was also expecting. But that's, I think, the inner Star Wars fangirl in us. Has to be closer to the it end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Max, I am your in- father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's impossible. I think that's the exact moment that happens. I, I also think so. I have vague memories of off. this. Yeah, they fight oh, in a spaceship, and then <laughs> that's from the fifth book, I think. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure, Max Skywalker.
1: Yeah. Darth Joe. No, it's wild because like I didn't I clearly didn't remember this part as being like so wild. Yeah. (laughs) In when I first read this book. But I'm like, it doesn't even like this is a science facility. Right. And they don't even say like you're the new human race. You know, like they're not even saying why. They're just, like, blind belief, like a cult. <laughs> yeah. Like, our, like it's, is it science?
0: They become even less science than they already yeah were throughout these chapters, for sure.
1: Like, maybe they have an internal one. I, maybe they do. But, like, maybe. the way this is phrased is just like, ah, uh, this is religion. <laughs> it Yeah, it
0: does seem religion-y. Also, it's a cult! It's a cult. <laughs> maybe that's angels so (laughs) maybe that's why the jeb gives me the ick so much in this chapter and in the next one like he is so gross and creepy
1: Mm -hmm. yeah the like calm chill pastor vibe (laughs) yeah don't like it i don't like it
0: he even does the like classic he tells Max this big thing, and then says, like, oh, don't tell anybody. It'll, it's just going to be our secret. Which yeah. is, like, <sighs> red flag. Yeah. Anytime an adult says it's our secret to a child, I'm like, that adult is a criminal. Like, I yep. don't know what they're doing, but that's bad. Uh, just
1: like the, oh, anything in the name of a higher purpose is, like, Ugh. yuck. Yucky.
0: Yucky. He's so Don't gross. like it. And again, it's like so cartoony evil. Like, it's so over the top, a bad dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (sighs) It's so. And at this point, like, again, because we're reading it in the stupidest way possible. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's just so, like, none of this makes sense. No. It's even within the school, Jeb is working on his own for some reason. But. It's like a subsect within the horrible sect of this terrible cult that is ostensibly doing science. <laughs> science. Well, and then I'll get
0: into this later, but like <laughs> what they do in the second two chapters, or oh I guess, God.
1: yeah. The third and fourth chapter the is third and how fourth people chapters. traditionally count numbers.
0: Yeah, those are the second two, no? The, you <laughs> yeah. know, the... This- the second two yeah yeah i will get into that but like bad science H- have we mentioned before on this show do you think that uh that they do bad science here maybe
1: like think once come up before? or twice i think not nearly enough probably briefly <laughs> yeah not nearly enough <laughs> not the only <laughs> correct answer yeah <laughs> <laughs> it should be mentioned quite more often
0: uh just
1: constantly (laughs) one hour of sam being like bad science bad future scientists this is bad do not do this besides the moral objections (laughs) don't don't do science this way (laughs) don't do it for the moral reasons and also don't do it for the science reasons (laughs) take take your ethics course and don't do science like this that is my message to you all (laughs) yeah you need to be experimenting on at least 100 children (laughs) oh my god no I do not endorse that. <laughs> Sam, what's the minimum number
0: of children yeah. for this to be an acceptable experimental design? <laughs> Sam? Yeah. What, how many children, Sam?
1: You, three from each family, right? <laughs> you need mm-hmm. a minimum of three measurements to estimate a standard deviation.
0: <laughs> oh Well, they have three males and three females. So maybe they're doing good
1: science. <laughs> no. Where's the control group? Exactly. <laughs> there's not a family of six children of normal status uh, there's some birds you have three kids and three birds <laughs> and three I birds. will note they all have different other abilities
0: which mm. yeah and they're all from different families like genetic yeah. families other than gasman and angel who are biologically siblings somehow Mm-hmm. which I feel like I'm gonna have opinions on that when that comes up <laughs> What parent gave two of their children to these people? Honestly, <laughs> I mean Jeb. <laughs> Jeb, great point. He did do that, but Jeb he did. is clearly a psychopath.
1: <laughs> Maybe Ella is the control. You know? No. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> is is Jeb also her? Parent?
1: Good question. Unclear. Mm. Your Unclear. control also needs to be replicated three times. I'm just saying. Ah. Uh. I mean, at this point, we don't know if all of the bird kids' parents have other kids. That's true. We have no maybe idea. they're doing great control. <laughs> they have so many kids. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. <laughs> uh huh. I don't think they do. <laughs> well, huh? Nudge's mom was not doing very mommy things. I didn't That's like true. how I said that. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Never ever say that either. again. I don't want to say that ever again. God. how do i delete a recording while we're still recording it <laughs> uh, put those words back in your mouth put those words back <laughs> in your oh mouth oh my god anyway <laughs> moving on yeah
0: should we talk about how they get all their clothes from goodwill apparently
1: <laughs> yeah I, yeah oh, how huh uh-huh. i'm assuming they dumpster dive the donation bins Oh, that makes more mm, sense. That makes more sense. That makes yeah. more sense. Because yeah. I knew someone who swore by dumpster diving, and like that's all they did. And apparently you can get a lot of stuff from dumpster diving. So I've heard that. I've also heard this. Yep. I think garbage is gross, and I don't want to be in it. <laughs> yep, so do I. Yeah.
0: My first job was at like an ice cream place. So my experience with dumpsters was very much tainted by the ice cream dumpster in July
1: oh
0: it's gross it's one of the worst
1: smells i've ever smelled maybe i would dumpster dive somewhere that has composting yeah (laughs) so that there's no food waste in the
0: yeah no ice cream as long as there's no dairy products you're probably good or meat I'm mm-hmm. just saying,
1: even if it has composting, if the employee has the choice of throwing everything into one bin yeah. or separating out their waste after a closing shift, yeah, I sure. can guarantee you that is all in the dumpster still. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Anyway.
0: Last summer, Aggie shredded Max's favorite pair of pants in order to make a fuse long enough to detonate something from fifty feet away. Yeah. <laughs> That's such <what your> a brother <laughs> thing to do. Oh my god. <laughs> What, like, what was the thought process? You know, I mean, Gasman was certainly involved, but why was Iggy like, you know what I need to
1: complete this bomb? Specifically Max's pants. I mean, it's a very little brother move. I mean, was- I'm not even surprised. Maybe they were like linen pants, you know, like maybe they were Ooh, like yeah. a specific kind of material. Uh, and that's why an Iggy it's like didn't have- sorry. You made your pants out of very
0: flammable material. (laughs) It just so happened that your pants were exactly what I needed. The only ones. (laughs) The only ones in this whole house.
1: Yeah. You're giving this brother too much credit. This brother was definitely just messing with his sister. I stand by (laughs) it. Yeah,
0: you're right. (laughs) You're right. Yeah, there were 13 at the time, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) It is...
1: Pretty wild that it was so far away. <laughs> yeah, like how do you, there was that mat- material in the pants? <laughs> in one pair of pants? One pair of pants?
0: I don't have a good 50 concept feet? of how far fifty feet is.
1: That fifty feet is really far.
0: Uh, let me just convert that to meters real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 15 meters. Okay, that's pretty far. That's pretty far. If you like spiralized your pants, you could probably get fifteen yeah, meters. Out cut of that. it into okay. strips
1: and like tie it in like one big chain
0: yeah maybe he unraveled it and used the thread
1: yeah i was gonna say maybe it's like the thread <laughs> <laughs> anyway this that's we that's complicated i don't want to do yes. that math
0: <laughs> no nope it doesn't no, benefit someone else can do that
1: anything um i also liked that again max is like uh jeb the devil incarnate and it's like do you go to church <laughs> There are so many religious
0: references in these ones. Like
1: again, I guess it has to all be from media, but wow. Yeah, and maybe Jeb is on
0: like a divine mission and like taught them religion.
1: Yeah, <sighs> you know, be wild as if um in the books we didn't read, they actually like God is hashtag confirmed real. And the reason they know all this God stuff is because he's in them, you know, mentally, like he's directing these six angels. Oh, yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be wild?
0: That would (laughs) be wild. Isn't that the, is that an Ariana Grande song that like God is a bird woman?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think that's for sure. (laughs) Man, I would have read the later books if that's what it was. (laughs) It might
0: be. Uh, You're right. We don't know. We, We don't know. We have to read the books. There's no way to find out.
1: Anyway, let's talk about the next chapter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like 63? <laughs> yeah. not We kind of, 62, it's just Jeb being like, no, but for real. <laughs> yeah. 62 is yeah. just kind of a waste of time and should have been incorporated into 61. But what else is new with this book? Agreed. You had to end the chapter on the mic drop of Save the World. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> had to. Uh-huh.
0: My main note for this chapter is, oh my God, this guy sucks.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's it. My only note was save the world from what? Climate change? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Please. Hopefully. Because it's just unclear. (laughs) It is extremely unclear. Although at the end, it is like Max is like, Fang kept staring at me. I had no idea what he was thinking. Was he wondering if I was a traitor? Yeah. Or if I had been in league with Jeb from the beginning? It's like, what? (laughs) Why would he think that?
0: (laughs) It's such a leap. Yeah. I mean, it shows that they're like very suspicious which makes sense but like max is suspicious of fang being suspicious of her and like nudge was suspicious earlier thinking that like fang was gonna
1: leave and yeah oh my god these poor kids (laughs) yeah they have trauma no
0: sense of security even among each other oh tragic
1: it's so rough i'm sorry i brought it up i don't want to think about it anymore (laughs) yeah No. (laughs) the next chapter
0: Well, should we, can we lighten the mood by saying that Max's first thought about potentially being the messiah is that uh, that's going to be good ammunition to get her into the bathroom first in the morning? <laughs> I <laughs> laughed
1: so hard. too? <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh,
0: yes. Yeah, it's finally. so <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's great. Also, six people in one bathroom
1: is rough. A nightmare. Oh, my <laughs> truly. God. I would not survive. No.
0: As the resident piss man on this
1: podcast. (laughs) I was like, I'd probably be fine.
0: (laughs) You'd be fine. Because your kidneys are impenetrable.
1: (laughs) It's more like if you were all getting up in the morning at the same time, it would be a disaster.
0: Okay, but also, what do they have to get up for? Like, they can just get up whenever. It's not like they all have to go to work at the same time.
1: They're preteens. Maybe Jeb had them on a very strict workout schedule.
0: But he's been gone for years. Like, they would have slacked surely. Um, maybe max makes them all get up though oh
1: yeah um, i think that might be it <laughs> i i was gonna say isn't it like three of them are the age where they're just up at 5 a.m and then three of them are teenagers almost yeah <laughs> just don't get up so really it's you just have to worry about three at a time
0: that's true yeah. angel probably doesn't sleep i feel like she just never sleeps just stares <laughs> she, she, you just like you wake up in the morning and she's just sitting there staring at you waiting for you to get up Like Like when you
1: fell asleep, when she was just staring at you, yeah, (laughs) waiting for you to fall asleep.
0: Yeah. Terrible.
1: Okay. Okay, chapter 63? The one, the next one. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Max, this kind of, Max is pointing out something good, important, where, like, Jeb doesn't seem concerned that anyone could overhear them in the previous chapters. Yeah. But Max is like no, they always have mics everywhere. There are cameras. They're like everything. They can serve, like hear us at all times. Yeah. And so she's being super careful. And again, it's like, she's right. (laughs) Like, yeah, but yeah. So like here, when Angel asks what happened to Gazzy and Iggy, Max just like thinks really hard. Like they got away without saying anything, which is Mm -hmm. the correct thing to do to the Mm -hmm. mind reading child. But yeah, Jeb is just announcing all of this stuff while being like, it's a secret though. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, he took her to a break room. Maybe they don't bug their own break rooms.
1: Yeah, maybe. That was my thought. Still kind of weird. I have a hard time believing that.
0: I feel like everything is mic'd. Yeah. Or nothing is and he just trained the kids to be paranoid.
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I believe that. Because like
0: if If it is, like, a super, super secret facility, they either have everything under constant watch or there is nothing recording anything anywhere at any time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: because I feel like in a place like that, you would probably record your employees to hear what they were talking about, you know, just in case they were talking about, like, revealing your state secrets or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. You know? But,
0: like, I know um, with, like, some of the tech companies I visited and, like, government agencies and stuff, there are buildings where, like, you are not allowed to bring an electronic in. Oh. If you work at these places, you have to, like, leave your cell phone in a locker, like, at the front desk kind of deal. Right. Because they don't want any... I mean, they clearly don't want you taking information out, but uh, it seems like they don't want you recording any information in any capacity at all. Right. Right. Because, like, if this is, like, such a super secret place and there was surveillance, like, within, like, a closed-circuit surveillance, could someone still, like, hack into that to get the information or does closed-circuit imply that it is not hackable? I don't know enough about this to be commenting on it, I'm just realizing. Yep.
1: I think anything is hackable. (laughs) Yeah. If you're talented enough. I just think Max is right, Mm -hmm. and that Jeb should be more careful, since he's clearly not on, like, working with the people who have been working with the bird kids up until this point, you know? Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Okay, wait, sorry. I did have to say something. This just made me think of it. In the previous chapters, (laughs) Jeb says something like, oh, everything's a test, even when you don't think it's a test. Mm. Basically confirming that everything out in the house was part of... The test, <laughs> yes. Like it seems like he's saying it's about here and now, but it's also I got big, the whole thing vibes, yeah. you know. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, sucks that it's
0: confirmed. Yeah, poor bird kids, their life is terrible.
1: Yep, not as terrible as this <laughs> fungus child though. <laughs> no. That was horrifying. Uh, oh, it was so bad. I, I hurt. I feel bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously nothing funny about one of these experiments dying nope, in nope. front of the other children. Like and I guess Angel heard it die in its brain. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's Ugh. got... Like, no wonder she ends up being super fucked up in later books. Like, she is yeah. getting to experience <laughs> death repeatedly because this is the second bird child that has died next to her on the page. Not bird child. Sorry, not second bird child. Yeah. The second experimental child. child. Yeah. Yeah, because I was wondering at first, because, like, remember way, way back at the beginning, there were two boys being kept in the same room as Angel. Yeah. And one of them was kind of fish-like, and one of them was kind of toad-like. Yeah. And I thought maybe this was the toad-like one. Um, So I went back and checked and, no, it is a completely separate child, and the toad-like one died before.
1: Just is gone now. (laughs) Yep, both of them. That's cool. So probably three, at least. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, pretty wild. I don't... I didn't... I didn't wanna... (laughs) No. I mean... My best guess is this kid they gave it cordyceps. Blah. That's my guess and I don't no, want to. No, why about would it. you say no. that terrible word? <laughs> cordyceps. <sighs> no. <laughs> I did think of The Last of Us when I read this. God damn mm-hmm. it. Does Cordyceps eat your digits? No. I mean or maybe? Not really. Not really. It's like the brain but- invasion one. Yeah, yeah, but it does like grow through your whole body. I mean, not well, your, I say your. It only happens to insects, and each species of cordyceps so far is a specific insect so far species. Like it's very. I said this a lot. Specific. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, not enough replication here either.
0: <laughs> no. Also, th- why did they make a pebble f- pebbly fungus kid and then just let it die? Yeah, like, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I think we've talked about that before, but like, that's not how you treat your experimental subjects. No. Um, Nope. Nope. Anyway, also, uh, Max has the thing again, where she closes her eyes and sees images dancing on the backs of her eyelids. Yeah. Which could be because of her concussion, uh, or because of... (laughs) Yeah. Because she hit her head and might have a concussion, is what I tried to say. Sure. Mm -hmm. But this happened to her before, and Sophie, you were saying that you had like a crumb of a memory that this was some kind of superpower she has. Yeah. So if that's the case, here is another example of it.
1: Yes. Is it a she can see the future thing? I can't remember. Maybe?
0: I can't either. But that would explain why she needs to be the one to save the world.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, if having, like, visions or dreams seems like a main character saving the world thing, you know? Oh my god, yeah. Prophetic images.
0: (laughs) Of course. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we pointed that out because this is the second time that I can remember that this has happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe there were ones before, but I think you're right. I think these are the two. Yeah. Okay, shall we talk about the last chapter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> talk about
0: fucking Ari.
1: Don't... He's eight. <laughs> no! No, is, is he... I'm not <laughs> No. fucking
0: Ari. He yeah. is gonna get fucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: I'm gonna stop.
1: Yep. <laughs> Uh, I just want to noted that, once again, we're leading into the Big Bad Wolf, because he keeps calling yeah, him Piggy. He does. Which is like, I mean, they're birds. <laughs> yeah, they're not pigs. Like, it would just make more sense to be, like, birdie or, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, make some chicken
0: jokes or something. Yeah.
1: But I guess that's fine. Yeah. He's sure. eight years old, so he doesn't that's know true. anything. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> I... No enjoyed Max just chomping right down on his fingers.
0: He deserved it. Yeah. But also, when you think about it, it's, like, low-key embarrassing that 14-year-old Max is resorting to biting in a fight with a (laughs) 9-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) Like, obviously, there are mitigating circumstances.
1: Yeah. But... (laughs) I did look up human bites. Oh, they're nasty. To be like, what do you have to worry about? Yeah. And most of them are just like, you could get a bacterial infection. But I did appreciate that all of the things I looked up were like, bites usually occur between children. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> tell me about it.
0: <laughs> sometimes the children are 14 and have wings. Yeah. And sometimes the children are nine-year-old male models
1: (laughs) yeah 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 um it was just very funny to me yes that is funny i didn't i it only just occurred to me as i'm reading it now but max specifically notes that ari has horrible blood yeah
0: like a twilight werewolf
1: (laughs) yeah i didn't look into that though um (laughs) yeah but interesting because that means it's not just like regular blood yeah maybe it's venomous coffee blood <laughs> uh! <laughs> oh no as long as it's not poisonous oh yeah true <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> max would be venomous yeah <laughs> Max would have to be venomous yes in the next chapter we'll find out if max is venomous i guess <laughs> if that would be he ties <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
0: maybe a gas man is venomous maybe just just cause I feel like I can think of a superpower that the rest of them have, but I can't think of one that Gasman has.
1: Yeah. I am um, my only without looking anything up, the only uh-huh. thing I can think of about horrible blood is shark blood. Yeah. Because it has urea in it.
0: Oh yeah. So
1: it smells like horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. A dead shark is like the worst smelling thing on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to an ice cream dumpster what <laughs> <laughs> nothing so maybe they're also sharks is what i'm going for why not didn't we
0: say something about oh because their teeth are constantly changing yeah
1: yeah so maybe they just shed the teeth yeah and then the human ones grow in again and then they shed them to make wolf teeth again
0: <laughs> oh i hate it
1: <laughs> yuck, yuck yuck and also those teeth are hinged like a snake oh right oh my god (laughs) just a lot of animals (laughs) a
0: lot going on here yeah yeah oh i thought it was interesting that max is like trying or no sorry ari is trying to taunt max with his like little piggy jokes and whatever and max's retaliation is i bet your dad is so proud and ari like loses his shit like he is not okay with that retaliation which I feel like is understandable, given that presumably his father turned him an eight year old child into an adult male monster man.
1: I thought it was that I thought it was that um Ari is hates Max because his dad was always paying attention to Max
0: probably. I think he also knows that Max and no, I think he knows that Jeb is Max's father as well.
1: I think so too. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. So there could be that. Th- what I'm remembering mm-hmm. is that Ari doesn't know that Max is also Jeb's kid, but Ari, like, be- willingly went in to become an eraser because oh. he thought his dad would pay more attention to oh, him. Then, no. why did you have to say that? And his dad still cares more about Max oh, than stop. Ari. Why did you? I'm done. Bye. <laughs> that's what I remember, oh, and that's why Ari is so mad no. all the time. No. Yeah. Uh huh. So sad. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Yep. I'm pretty sure this is where we. That's what we get when we um, start to sympathize with Ari.
0: <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. Jeez. Uh, hmm. Poor kid.
1: Anyway, Ari tries to kill Max a bunch. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, speaking of Ari trying to kill Max and bad science. This is wild. They're like over dealing with the bird kids, the white coats. And instead of like euthanizing them and dissecting their brains or like hooking them up to that like angel foot burning running contraption and like running them till they drop for the data. They're just going to put them out in a training field and let the erasers tear them limb from limb.
1: No, guys. It's a test. Yeah. For what? I think Sam is right. What are they testing? It's 100% a test. It's all intentional. It's a test of what? <laughs> to see if they can outsmart the erasers. Yeah. Like, ugh. Who shows leadership? Like, can Max save them all? Like, yeah. Maybe they're trying to awaken Max's powers or one of the other kids' powers. Like, it's 100% all intentional. It's just part of the experiment. Yeah. The erasers in on it? No. Probably not. Because then they would, like, adjust how they're attacking and they probably want data on how the bird kids are responding to a, like, full primal attack by these things. And they're probably trying to see how the erasers do. yeah like it's a test for everybody yeah it's lose-lose because they probably don't actually want the erasers to succeed yeah yeah so the erasers are fucked if they succeed or fail you know
0: yeah, yeah. uh hey sophie
1: yeah this book was a terrible suggestion <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> what the hell at least we get to talk this about is so much more gruesome different stuff than
0: the other two books That's true. It's true. This book is way darker than like it's so dark. Grown up (laughs) books that I read.
1: It's wild too because I'm pretty sure this was advertised as like not a kids book, but like not upper YA. You know, like it was in that like yeah, it was for 14 year olds. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. like it was. Yeah, for kids. Yeah, I'm just trying to imagine like imagine if we were reading like A Court of Thorns and Roses at this speed. Oh. Like, imagine how fucked up those chapters would be. I don't want to uh, please don't ruin my favorite books for me, thankfully, none of them none of us read them in two thousand six, I guess no, so, yeah, weird
0: how none of us did that <laughs> weird,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I mean,
0: like yeah, I think we talked about it in Aragon that like kids don't always pick up on like how brutal things are, yeah. yeah. And now that we're fully grown adults with, like, fully developed brains and our empathy systems work a little better, we are more capable of realizing that this is, like, genuinely horrifying. Yeah. Wow, they're, like, in peril, but it's going to be fine because they're heroes. Yeah. But it's just upsetting to read as a grown
1: up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you sort of, as a kid, bypass the part where you're like, anyway, the adults are pitting yeah. Uh, yeah. children. Yeah. <laughs> this was me when I reread The Hunger Games. Yeah, oh my yeah. god. At 29. And I was like, oh my god. Oh It's like, excuse Lord. me. Like, <laughs> you put a 12-year-old in there? I'm like, <laughs> you did yeah. what now? Excuse me? You d- you're doing this? Like, this is fun for you? I was like, I need an adult to take Katniss away from all this, please. Thank you. Oh yeah. I need an adult to take Max away from this, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just it's really dumb. Uh, I've, I don't know. It makes me so sad when all of the adults <laughs> are yeah. terrible.
1: It's yeah, like, surely there's one. <laughs> surely one. who Surely isn't one gem. of them realizes
0: <laughs> that this is a horrible situation. Where's yeah. Dr. Martinez? Like, she clearly has a past with this, but like. She got away. (laughs) Maybe she can come back and rescue the bird kids and they can
1: live happily ever after. Mm, Sure. I'm gonna need some convincing. (laughs) Several books, surely. Uh, I'm not reading them. At least uh, Angel gets out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Now the...
0: Nope. Now half of the bird kids are uncaged.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, surely the rest of them will be uncaged (laughs) when the... (laughs) Furious <laughs> hawks come in to save them. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that's gonna work. <laughs> Didn't we we predicted this right? I think, I think so. so. I feel like I had a moment where I was like, "Wait, <laughs> don't they like feel like you bring the hawks in later?"
0: I feel like you did, and I thought that was a ridiculous idea. But well, the egg is on my face on now. Jokes on you.
1: <laughs> yeah, the bird kid egg is on <laughs> your face. The, the child egg um nope. how do you think eggy and
0: the gasman convinced all of these hawks to come in like battle formation one of
1: them can talk to animals oh. did you just say eggy <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> okay but Not yes. on purpose wait eggy and the gasman yeah, Sa- wait. Sam is right. I think doesn't Gasman talk to
0: animals? Oh, can Gasman talk to I animals? Think so that is that his thing? I yeah. bet that's his thing.
1: I thought it was Angel. I don't know for sure, but that's my guess. No, Angel can a- read well, Angel- She can't have two things. Oh, a- she can also like breathe underwater or
0: something. And one of
1: the I was going to say, <laughs> I think there's a part where she's underwater forever, and then she comes up, and she's like, I can breathe underwater. Also, talk to fish yeah you're right <laughs>
0: i feel like what? I, re- I feel like i remember that
1: yeah oh maybe angel is part goose <laughs> oh
0: that makes sense that's why her wings are white yeah yeah do you think she honks when she's mad
1: <laughs> probably
0: <laughs> that's why she's so
1: creepy that's why she's so mean uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh Uh, okay anyway sorry i we've been over that ferruginous hawks are not actually like flocking like pack animals so this is wild (laughs)
0: just completely bizarre like although it does make sense if the gas man can talk to animals that's a good explanation
1: that is i hope that's the explanation because like otherwise sometimes like corvids Yeah. Will take revenge. Yeah. Corvids would have been such a good. Right? Yeah. Crows will take revenge on people who have, like, fucked with them or, like, killed a crow. Yeah. And so, yes, technically birds do this, but. But not these (laughs) birds. Not ferruginous hawks. Oh, it would have been so much better with crows. Truly. Or, like,. Okay, but also small birds. True. <laughs> I've talked about this. I think chickadees alarm call, which is like there's a hawk here or an owl or whatever. There's uh-huh. something like 26 documented species that are not chickadees will react to chickadee alarm calls. So it's like a cross species. Come fuck this hawk shit up. <laughs> True. But again, so that would have been fun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They'd just get pelted with songbirds,
1: yeah. If the bird kids made the chickadee alarm call noise because one of them's part chickadee, yeah, and then they called in like f- a bunch of jays, some warblers, <laughs>
0: yeah, that would have been amazing.
1: Is that the one that's like, psh, 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 psh. yeah,
0: yeah, because that's why all the birds come out, <laughs> okay, yeah. Our friend told me to do that to make birds come, and I was just like, okay, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So if you want to attract North American songbirds to you, mm-hmm. you go. Psh, 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 yeah. And then they come and then to they see come so to they fight you. Fight. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. That is fun.
1: I feel like I've told this story before, but I was trying to learn bird calls one time and I was I had my window open because <laughs> it was summer and I was hot. And so I was playing like a and warbler call trying to figure out how to memorize it. Uh And then I like looked out my window and I was like, oh, my God, a Blackburnian warbler. Wow. I've never seen one of those before. And then I was like, oh, you made it mad. (laughs) I'm playing the fight me call. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, I'm here. He was like, I'm here to fucking go. Let's let's do it. (laughs) Let's do this. This is my turf. (laughs) Anyway, well, I guess next time maybe we'll figure out what happens with the hawks. (laughs) we'd Until better next time how about we guess oh yeah guessing yeah what's gonna happen next okay. time okay. i wonder what will happen in the next chapter the birds <laughs> okay so as always i'm going to read you the first sentence of the next four chapters and you have to try and guess what's gonna happen okay this one's gonna be a tough one you guys <laughs> let me just start with that okay mm-hmm. Call me crazy, but there's just something cheering about seeing huge raptors tear into a racer flesh. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: I mean it does escalate pretty
1: quickly. Yeah. Well, uh uh-huh. what do, I think so what that do you think it speaks th- for itself? Yeah, what yep. do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> I think it speaks for itself, and I don't okay. think any added commentary is needed. Sure. Agreed. Yeah. Yep great um okay uh chapter 66 <clears throat> two hours later lake mead came into view along oh. with the cliff top covered with the huge hawks who had rescued us okay oh. so they escaped and they're on their uh-huh. way away
0: they escaped in one single chapter
1: yeah wow it was a test Good for them i mean hypothetically we don't know yet <laughs> i mean <laughs> okay i think it's pretty obvious sure Yep, okay, so the next chapter is actually in the next part of the book, part Ooh. four, Ooh. which is called New York, New York, <laughs> spelt that way. Like, spelt that way? <laughs> yep. Spelt that way? Wow. Spelt that way. Great. Okay, so chapter 67, blue, blue sky above the clouds uh, in part four. Which is called New York, <laughs> New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great, love You know, it. like Hawk? Yeah. But with a Y. New York? <laughs> yeah, I'm not reading the line again, so I hope you heard me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're flying, presumably
1: towards New York. No. No? Couldn't be that. <laughs> I don't know what New York is. Sorry. Sorry, New York? <laughs> yeah. Great guess. Um, <laughs> Chapter 68. Oh, jeez. Tears streamed from my eyes and my hands clutched my head to keep the pain from splitting my skull wide open. Oh, she's having a power awakening. Yeah, <sighs> she's manifesting for yeah. sure. Manifesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my guess. So something something happens that like triggers her powers and they're cracking her skull open. Yep. That's my guess. That's a good guess. Yep. There's an Athena in there. Well, great. <laughs> I guess tune in next time to find out <laughs> if these very <laughs> mysterious lines <laughs> yeah, are helped us guess correctly. Let's talk about what else we're reading. I uh, am barely reading anything. I am wor- still working my way through Once Upon a Tome by Oliver Darkshire. I picked it up again after my library hold ran out months ago <laughs> so i now have the physical copy and i'm still reading it and it's still wonderful and also i got most of the way through an immense world by ed yang oh which the subtitle is how animal senses reveal the hidden realms around us Oh, nice <laughs> and it was very cool and i remember being like wow part of this is relevant and i forget what part that was so great good news <laughs> good job. I, I remember being like, I won't forget this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did every time. Every time. Uh but it was really good. It's like it talks about all the different ways animals use their senses in like like most of these I was like I didn't even know this animal could do that. Um okay. so it was really cool and would recommend. Love that. Even though I haven't finished it. Good book. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, I'm reading a very Sophie-esque book and I told her this earlier and I think she needs to <laughs> read it. Um, it's called Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies and you would think by the book that it might be like a Sarah J. Mass knockoff. It is not, I promise. It is a more academic approach to the story of fairies and there is a slight love story in it but not an overwhelming one. It's very good and I think any academic will enjoy it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know a book is for academics when it has footnotes.
0: <laughs> oh, I love footnotes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the book I'm reading also has footnotes. <laughs> See? Amazing. It's a calling. Um but it is very good. I think you both would like it. And then I am a little bit behind on our book club because I have been traveling. Uh but I am still reading Stone Blind. Uh, A Medusa Story by Natalie Haynes, which was our June book club book of the month. <laughs> this is being recorded in early July, so I'm not super behind right now. But <laughs> yeah, we are fine. Yeah, I'm still making my way through that. So that's what I'm reading. What about you, Hannah? Well, I, I
0: have read 12 books since we last recorded. Oh, my God. I'm the <laughs> So I'm going to shout out a couple of the ones that I particularly enjoyed, uh, two of which were Midlight Book Club books. So I gave Stone Blind and Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson, both five stars. I really liked both of them. And I also gave a five star to A Pocket Guide to Pigeon Watching by Rosemary Mosco.: <laughs> I love that. It's, uh, it's so good. It's just <laughs> this like little like funny nonfiction book about the history of pigeons and their history with people because uh fun fact that a lot of people don't seem to know pigeons are not actually wild they are all feral so like city pigeons are all from domesticated birds that like escaped and just went and lived in the environment that we created so i didn't know that
1: yeah i feel like sophie knew that (laughs) I I listened to Rosemary Mosco's episode on Just the Zoo of Us where she talks about pigeons when she released the book so that's why I knew it yeah but I remember she expressed this like sentiment where she's like I just find it so it hurts my heart that pigeons still love humans like they still want to be around humans and be where they are yeah but humans have forgotten how much we loved them Mm -hmm that we love them so much that we brought them all around the world with Sophie, us you need to stop talking <laughs> you have broken me twice now i'm done i know this stop. is why i'm like pigeons yeah <laughs> they just love us and humans forgot that we oh, love them stop it. <laughs> oh, yeah. apparently oh. if
0: you just like find a baby pigeon and you take it home they're super chill about it
1: because uh. they love people
0: uh. <laughs> i mean you gotta be careful because they need pigeon milk um, yes yep <laughs> in order to survive pigeon milk <laughs> so gross Um <sighs> yeah and i also i reread the outsiders by essie hinton which is the classic ya novel mm. and i still love it and now I am listening to Entangled Life, How Fungi Make Our Worlds, Change Our Minds, and Shape Our Futures by Merlin Sheldrake, which nice. is, as you might guess, a nonfiction. And I'm reading The Sun and the Void by Gabriela Romero La Cruz, which I'm enjoying so far as oh, well.
1: Oh, I've heard that's good. That's all over talk right now. Yeah. Or
0: BookTok is loving it at the moment.
1: Is it BookTok? Okay, Probably yeah. Does. I've seen it all over somewhere.
0: Yeah. It has a gorgeous cover. It does. It Mm -hmm. does. And this episode comes out on August 1st, is that correct? Uh... I don't know. It's coming out sometime in August, though. (laughs) Uh, And we totally had our August Midlight Book Club book picked out before an hour ago, for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. And we're going to be reading When Women Were Dragons by Kelly Barnhill in August. So that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it.
1: I'm psyched about it. And have definitely been psyched about it for more than an hour.
0: <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> all right. So, if you liked this chapter of Midlight Crisis, consider rating and reviewing us on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. You can talk to us and find fun related content on social media. Let's see if I can remember them all. <clears throat> we are at Midlight Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, and Blue Sky. Yep. And all episodes of the show thus far are available on our website, which is midlightpod.podbean.com and on YouTube.
1: And Max, like everyone, when you've tried to imply the work meeting is going too long, but no one takes the hint. After that... All I could do was send meaningful glances. Uh, the worst. <laughs> uh, accurate. I feel like though. I've said it as politely as many ways as possible. I don't want to talk about meetings. <laughs> <laughs>